All right, guys, what's going on? Matt DeBerry with dogpost.com here talking Georgia Bulldog team and recruiting for the next 25 to 30 minutes. If you have any questions, please uh, shoot them my way and I will answer them the best way I know how. I'm going to start the show talking about uh, Rick Sandage, four-star defensive tackle prospect that the coaches really want. And the big news there is that Kirby Smart, defensive line Trey Scott, and Jonas Jennings, who's a part of the support staff, will be in his house meeting with the Sandage family today and that's big um you know he's a big he's a big target his mother went to south carolina and the gamecocks are probably the team to beat right now i would say uh, they got in this really early uh, he's made multiple trips to columbia his entire life and this is really going to come down to georgia and south carolina he knows he can play early at south carolina probably earlier than he can at georgia and that's a big deal he's from north carolina he's not a georgia kid or necessarily a south carolina kid uh, but this visit's going to be big. The numbers are tight in this Georgia 2018 recruiting class. And the staff, after tonight, will kind of know where they sit with Sandage. And they're going to try to wrap this up. They're going to try to close the deal tonight and uh, make sure you know they can, are able to sign him on Wednesday. Uh, but when they leave this visit, they'll know where they stand. And that's going to help them realize you know, who they can take in this 2018 class. Again, numbers are tight. Uh, they've signed 20. They had the, the great early signing day period on December 20th. So they've got 20 in the boat uh, with five more spots available. Uh, but they've got two guys committed, Jordan Davis, another defensive tackle prospect out of North Carolina, and then Tramel Walthour out of Liberty County, Georgia. He's also committed to Georgia. So if, if they just sign those two, um, They'll be fine. If they miss on Sandage, it's really not that big of a deal. Uh, but he's a good player. He's probably more college ready to play than the two committed right now. Uh, I just got a question real quick. It's signing day next week. Yes, it is next Wednesday. Uh, it's the first Wednesday every year of February. This year it falls on February 7th, which will be next Wednesday. Uh, still trying to figure out where I am going to be at. Dean Leggy um, will be down in Florida, Fort Lauderdale, to cover Tyson Campbell's announcement. Um, and things are looking really good for Georgia there. He's an elite five-star cornerback. Uh, if he signs with Georgia, that would be the highest-ranked, most co uh, college-ready cornerback prospect that they've signed in years, you know, quite some time. And he's a guy who could start, you know, pushing for immediate playing time the second he gets on campus. So that's a big one. Uh, Campbell is down to Georgia, Miami, and Alabama. Visited Georgia officially a couple weeks ago, and you know, I spoke with my sources today down in Florida, and they say you know everything's looking good for Georgia there. Um, Miami is still you know giving him one last push. He's from that area. It's going to be a big, big loss for Miami if Tyson Campbell leaves South Florida and goes up to Georgia. But you know, if I had a prediction today, it would be that Tyson Campbell goes to Georgia. So he's going to have one of those spots. He's the top remaining target. And he's the best available guy on Georgia's board. So 20 signed, Tyson Campbell has a spot. And so then there's probably room for about four more guys. Quay Walker out of uh, Crisp County. He's a five-star on a couple of the sites. I'm not sure I would give him a five-star rating. Uh, but he's really good. He can play inside. He can play outside. He's a guy that Georgia would love to add to this class. I do think Tennessee is probably leading right now. He's still committed to Alabama, and he committed to Alabama originally because of Jeremy Pruitt, who is now the head coach at Tennessee. His lead recruiter at Georgia, Kevin Scherrer, uh, was the outside linebackers coach at Georgia. He's now the defensive coordinator at Tennessee. So he's very familiar with the new Tennessee staff, and he knows he can play day one up in Knoxville. So I think Tennessee has the slight edge over Georgia. 
for Quay Walker. I got a question about Otis Reese. You know what? I like Otis Reese a little better than Quay Walker. If you're a Dog Post member, you've known about Otis Reese since December of 2015. Um, you've heard about him you know, from me for years now. And he's kind of a hybrid. He can play that safety role, but he'll probably drop down and play some middle linebacker wherever he goes to school with once he puts on a little bit more weight. But he's a guy right now who has good cover skills. He's a big physical safety who does know how to cover. He can cover bigger wide receivers. He can cover those big tight ends that you see more of in the SEC these days. And he loves to hit. He's physical. He's a competitor. And, you know, he, he wants to knock you on your butt. And that's the type of guy that Kirby Smart and Mel Tucker want to have on this defense. He's currently committed to Michigan. I've been told Walker is the linebacker or other defender that's higher on their board, but Otis Reese is a player. Um, I think the grades are okay there. If he can get into Michigan, he can get into Georgia. Um, so we'll, we'll see where that goes. It's been really interesting. It's tough to get anything out of Otis or that coaching staff down at Lee County. But Georgia's in a good spot. If they want Otis Reese and want him to join this class, I do think he will flip to Georgia, and that's going to be a big deal. I had a question right now. Who's the most talented person in this 2018 class? I've never seen Zamir White play personally. I've just seen the film. Uh, Dean Legge will tell you he's the number one player in the country. Todd Gurley liked talent. And you know, if he were 100% healthy right now, you know, he might get a carry before DeAndre Swift. I know that's crazy to say, but Deon uh, Zamir White is a special, special player. Justin Fields is too, but I'm going to go with Jamari Sawyer. I've been covering Jamari since he was a freshman down at Pace Academy. I know how good he is. I've seen him at multiple camps just dominate other five-star defensive linemen. Um, so he's the guy I would say uh, is probably the most ready to play right now. Justin Fields is too. He's an incredible talent. Um, but this is Jake Fromm's team, and I think Jamari Sawyer will probably make an impact before any of the incoming freshmen do. Probably at that right guard, uh, probably left guard. Left guard, Ben F Cleveland has that right guard spot down. So I'm gonna go with Jamari there. Uh, there's a question about Tommy Bush. Tommy Bush, four-star wide receiver out of Texas, kind of Metro San Antonio. I think Georgia's gonna get him, and I've said that since mid-December. I'm expecting a lot of Georgia staff members at his house probably later this week. I think on Friday, James Coley has flown out to see him multiple times. Offensive coordinator Jim Chaney has flown out to see him multiple times. And I think he's the top guy on their board at receiver. They only have one sign in Kyrus Jackson. I think they'd like to add a second receiver. I got a question here about Antoine Green. I think Antoine Green is the backup plan. I think, I'm not sure if he has a spot right now if you want to commit to Georgia. But the Georgia staff will know how they sit with Tommy Bush. Um, you know, a few days before signing day, they'll get a feel of whether you know they're behind, um, excuse me, Baylor or Texas. And then, depending on where they think they sit with Tommy Bush, I think Antoine Green uh, will have a spot. It's just down to Georgia and North Carolina. If that kid has a spot in Georgia, he's not picking North Carolina over Georgia. Um, and another question about Rick Sandage. Yeah, that could go. That, that one's tough. I would give South Carolina. South Carolina the edge today uh, but Kirby's going to be in his house Trey Scott's going to be at his house tonight trying to close that deal there and get a feel of where they stand uh, but he's a good player and he's a guy who could play pretty early next year He'll, he won't start but he's a guy who will play a little bit and be in the rotation Georgia played um, a lot of you know, freshmen last year obviously on defense and Malik Herring even though he's at defensive end he's a freshman who played quite a bit and I think Rick Sandage could play uh, at Georgia a good bit um, what's up with the D-tackle? Chaney did committing. He's talking about Rashad Chaney, four-star defensive tackle in the 2019 class out of Cedar Grove. And 
a lot of these kids are different. You know, some kids, you know, if they're not getting any love from the coaches, you know, they're going to try to look elsewhere. I don't know if the kid got his feelings hurt or what, but, um, you know, Georgia's focused on this 2018 class and trying to wrap that up as they should be. They've done a great job. So they haven't really been reaching out to a whole lot of 2019 kids. So I don't know, again, if he got his feelings hurt or if he's just getting a bunch of offers around the country and wants to take a stronger look at them. I don't know, but that's a big loss. Uh, defensive tackle's a little weak again in 2019. And if Georgia pursues him and gives him a little bit more love, I guess that's what he wants, they'll be able to get him back in this. Um, Trevon Walker, yeah, I love Trevon Walker. He's a five-star. Uh, he's definitely the top defensive line target in the 2019 class. I think he's the number three overall player in the state of Georgia behind Jaden Hazelwood and Owen Papone. Both look like they're going to Georgia as well. Um, any visitors this weekend? I'm going to be reaching out to guys more tomorrow. A lot of guys took visits this, you know, over the past um, last weekend. Georgia had a lot of guys in town. Uh, so there's been a lot of traveling going on with these 2019 kids. A lot of them are going to be staying home. Georgia will have a few, and a lot of them will make it public either on Twitter or they'll let me know tomorrow. But I have not reached out to a lot of them today. I usually do that on uh, Thursday and Friday. But I'm expecting you know, a bunch of talent again in Athens this weekend. Jalen McCullough, 2019 defensive tackle out of Hillgrove, right down uh, you know, the street from me somewhat. Uh, he's going to Alabama. He's a big Georgia target, but uh, I'll, I'll get more information uh, tomorrow on that. Um, do you think we finish with the number one class? Um, they, they, I, I don't care what the rankings say. I'm not a big team rankings guy, uh, but there, there's no other school in the country bringing in the talent that University of Georgia is. Ohio State could. I mean, they have a chance to be ranked number one, but Unlike Georgia, Ohio State has missed on a lot of their top targets. Jackson Carmen chose Clemson over Ohio State. Emory Jones chose Florida over Ohio State. And then Brenton Cox chose Georgia over Ohio State. So they've missed on quite a few of their top targets, and Georgia hasn't. Um, Georgia's got the best uh, recruiting class in the country, in my mind. I don't really care what happens on uh, next weekend, especially if they close on Tyson Campbell, which I think they will. Georgia should have the number one class. If they don't, it's not a big deal. Um, I had a question on Jalen McCullough uh, again. Uh, probably headed to Bama. He's going to be in Tuscaloosa again this weekend. Um, he's a guy, he's another safety linebacker type. He plays running back for Hillgrove. Really productive running back, but I think he will be a defender at the next level. Probably start out at safety. Could play some linebacker too, but he's another physical kid. The guy looks like he's 28 years old. He looks like he's my age out there. Um, you know, built really well physically. He's all muscle, and he's a guy who's going to make an early impact. Um, get on Otis Reese. Uh, Otis Reese is a player. You know, six three. You know, close to that two hundred pounds, probably a little over that two hundred pound range. Um, loves contact. Physical kid. Um, probably start out at safety, began move down at middle linebacker. It's Georgia, Michigan. I think he's got a cousin that plays for Central Michigan. The kid's not going to Central Michigan, but I did, he did take a visit up there. If Georgia wants him and has room for him, I do think he's going to be a bulldog. Um, so, so we'll see there. That it's going to be tough. Uh, it's interesting to follow. I mean, he went to almost every Georgia game this past fall that I remember. He's visited Athens a lot more than he has Michigan. Um, so we'll see. Uh, Reese isn't an inside linebacker. He could be. He's probably safety right now. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see him move down to middle linebacker um, at some point. 
Um, he's not as big as Ogletree, as you're saying right now, but you know that physical style of play, he can really help out in the run game. He's going to play in the box a good bit. He's a guy who can really blitz from that safety spot, and he can be moved around a lot. He's versatile, but he will start out uh, at safety, and who knows how long he'll stay there, but it wouldn't surprise me at all, um, depending on the scheme, too. I mean, uh, especially at Georgia, they'll mix it up uh, depending on what the offense does, um, so he can play all over, and um, he'll make an immediate impact on special teams, too. If he doesn't start, um, I don't think he will early on, but I think he will play a lot of special teams and start out at safety. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, Sean, if he can be anything like Sean Jones, which he could. He's got that skill set. He's going to be a good player. Um, he's going to be a good player anyway. Uh, but I think if Georgia has room for him and wants him, which they should – uh, he will be a bulldog. Again, I think Quay Walker is kind of leaning towards Tennessee. Two different players right now, but numbers are tight. Um, I think the Georgia staff would love to have both, you know, if, if it was up to them and maybe not take a receiver at all and take uh, Tyson Campbell, Otis Reese, and Quay Walker to go along with the two defensive linemen and call it a day there at 25. Um, I think that's what they might do. Um, it, it, it'll be an exciting um, Wednesday for sure. Um, and they should end up with that number one class. And again, a lot of guys who will play early. Kirby Smart played a lot of freshmen this year. And uh, I think you'll see that again next year as well. I think Tennessee will be giving us a fight for more recruits in the future. Um, Tennessee will not be getting any players that Georgia wants. The state of Georgia is absolutely loaded in 2019 and 2020. So Tennessee is going to get theirs. But if Georgia really, really wants a kid... That kid's not picking Tennessee over Georgia anytime soon. Jeremy Pruitt knows how to recruit. He's a really good recruiter, and he can offer early playing time. Uh, and they're going to get some talent. They're going to get a lot of really good players out of Georgia. But Georgia's not losing any recruiting battles to Tennessee anytime soon, in my eyes. Uh, do you think Notori Johnson moves to D-Tackle or Schaefer? Uh, they have the size. You know, um, you know that's, that's, a, that's a good point there. I think they could get lost in the shuffle along the offensive line if they don't you know, progress or keep getting into shape. Um, I, I was not expecting them to play much this year. Obviously, they didn't. But who knows? Um, they, they definitely have the size and strength to do it. I think Notori has a little maturing to do just as a person. And um, But Schaefer is a guy who could, too. He played a little bit more, um, but we'll see going forward. And Notori has a, a health issue. Uh, will be interesting to see how he develops. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, and that's that's definitely a good point. Um, but he was really good as when I, I recruit. Every time I watched him, did really good in, in camps. Um, yeah, he, he's another guy who's going to have to lose a little bit more fat, keep putting on muscle and maturing a little bit, and um, yeah, just get over those health concerns. And he'll be fine. He'll, he'll be a player down the road. Um, but he's going to have to you know, outwork a lot of younger offensive linemen if he wants to get into the mix there. George's offensive line should be very good moving forward. Um, you know, the talent they brought in last year and this year is not like they brought in in years. I mean, it, it was very, very good. And uh, they could have the best offensive line in the country uh, maybe next year moving forward. Is there a signing day presser? Yeah, I think uh, I've never been in Athens for signing day. Kirby Smart will come out and talk about the class a little bit. There will be something there. Uh, wherever I go, um, whether it's to cover Quay Walker or somewhere else, I might be at Sports and Social. Uh, Ryland Goatee, 2019 tight end out of Kennesaw Mountain. He's going to be making his announcement there. He's not a 2018 kid. He won't be signing, but
that he'll be announcing there. So I'm still figuring out where I'll be going. I will have uh, the Twitter, Facebook Live going uh, to keep you guys um, updated uh, throughout the whole process. And I'll do one of these uh, probably Monday and Tuesday just to keep everyone updated about what's going on uh, and this and that. So, um, yeah, if you have uh, any more questions, keep shooting them uh, my way. Um, tell me not to worry about defensive line 2019-4. That's the only issue I see right now with the roster. Defensive tackle is weak until 2020. Um, it wasn't very good this year. There's no Trent Thompsons out there. There's no Deron Paynes to go get. So it's going to be a struggle for everyone to get those big-time defensive tackles. Defensive end is a whole other story. Um, uh, there's a lot in 2019, a lot in 2020. So defensive tackle, it's going to be tough for everyone, not for Georgia, to get those elite you know, interior defensive linemen. And obviously you all saw the national championship game and Alabama proved once again, if you don't have an elite defensive line, especially in the middle, it's going to be tough to win that big championship, you know, and that's what Georgia's trying to do. Uh, Julian Rochester should be a really good player this year, but, you know, that's what's made Trevon Walker so important in that 2019 class. They need to get him, and he could be a multi-year starter there. 2019-2020 defensive tackles they should be looking out for. Um, yeah, the, the kid out of Hawaii, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name. I'm going to screw it up so bad. I spoke with him. And, uh, you know, he seems like he's really interested in Georgia ever since, you know, he remembers them watching, um, Georgia beat Hawaii in that Sugar Bowl when he was a kid. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to call him the Samoan, but he's a guy who I think Georgia could try to pull out of Hawaii if they keep it up. And a question about Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis is a guy who could turn into maybe the steal of this 2018 class. I mean, that kid's a monster, 6'6 six, six something, uh, you know, 330, you know, whatever he weighs. I saw him in person. I think, uh, it was for the Kentucky game late in the year, and uh, it, that kid's a big old mountain. He's raw. And he still needs to work on his overall technique and mechanics, but you can't teach size, and um, that's exactly what he brings to the table. Um, so if Trey Scott can coach him up, he should be a good player, um, and he's a big body that can throw in the middle there when needed. He probably needs a redshirt year, but he's a guy who could, if he develops, could be a solid player down the road. Uh, do you like his feet, uh, Jordan Davis? I'm sure he's got big feet. I've never seen him in person. Uh, I've watched the film and I've seen him, you know, as a person. I've never seen him play. So, um, you know, that's a guy who I'd have to, to ask around a little bit. Guys who know a little bit more, maybe live in North Carolina, who uh, have seen him more. But uh, it's something he's got to work on, too. He's a big guy. So um, I'm sure it's going to be tough to maybe keep his balance here and there if he gets thrown off a little bit. But just working overall technique and mechanics, you know, he's just got to play more. And I think practicing against some really good Georgia offensive linemen his you know, first or two years in Athens is really going to help him. So he's a guy who could turn into a really solid player for Georgia as a junior and a senior. Uh, Reese Campbell-Walker, who do you think we end with? I think Tyson Campbell, I think they'll sign him. I'm going to go with Otis Reese now. I think Georgia has a better shot of landing Otis Reese than they do Quay Walker. What recruit have you built the best relationship this recruiting cycle? Uh, probably Chris Smith in this 2018 class. I've known Chris Smith and his family for a while. I went and scouted William Poole down at Hayville Charter, and the coaches came up to me. They said, William's great. He's a really good player. But you've got to keep an eye on this Chris Smith kid. Um, he's the real deal. So I spoke with him. I think he was a freshman. And um, he's been a great kid uh, the whole way through, always kept me updated with everything. Really nice kid, great family. His parents have always been good to me and the Dog Post family. 
Um, so he's a guy that I know pretty well, and uh, we'll keep up with data with him moving forward. And then Rylan Godey in the 2019 class has been great, too. Thoughts on Zamir White's freshman season with the injury? I think Zamir White will be able to play day one. He won't be 100%. I don't think he'll be 100% until October. But even 75 80% Zamir White is probably the second best running back on the team. He is that good. Um, so he, he got the injury late in the playoffs, if, if I'm correct. So I'm thinking that's late November. I don't know the exact date. He got surgery on it immediately. Apparently everything's going well. Um, you know, we, we, we have an intern, uh, Dylan Weber, who's a, a student at Georgia. He said he's walking around without crutches. You, know, you wouldn't think that anything happened to him. So, um, we'll see where that goes. He's going to play next year. He's, he's that good. I don't know when he will be 100% when he is. I mean, the guy can, you know, look like a Heisman Trophy, you know, candidate out there. And he probably will be his junior year. I mean, he is a special, special talent. Um, I had a question about William Poole. How has he progressed? I'll have to ask Dylan that. Dylan is the guy who watches practice. I'm over here in Kennesaw covering recruiting. But uh, William Poole needs to, you know, keep progressing, keep getting better, um, you know, keep getting tougher. He, he knows how to cover. I've seen him before. Um but he's just got to keep getting better, keep improving, and he will find a spot out there. I think we can see a lot of William Poole on special teams uh, this year. That might be where he makes plays a little earlier before he gets out on defense. But um, Kirby likes those defensive backs, and he's got a lot of them. Uh, a lot of these 2018 kids coming in are pretty good, too. So there's going to be a lot of competition. So whoever gets the job definitely earned it. How was the Electric Cowboy in Kennesaw? I'm happy to say I've never been there. <laughs> yeah, that was a question. Uh, I've never been there. Uh, I frequented the, the Hooters a little bit there uh, from time to time, uh, but not uh, the Electric Cowboy. That's that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> that was awesome. Um, I missed like the next three questions after that. Uh, no Electric Cowboy, uh, but there's a lot of good talent over here. Um, so in the fall. I don't spend my time over there. I usually try to <laughs> watch some prospects, um, but uh, that, was, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, so let's probably take a few, few more questions if y'all have it, and uh, we'll wrap that. Do you think Fields will find his way on the field in some kind of special packages? Uh, absolutely. Um, he 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 needs to, he needs to be out there. He's that good. I know this is Jake Fromm's team, but Justin Fields should be out there um, a series or two. I mean, he's that good. He can run. He can throw. He is the total package. Uh, the next question after that was the best player you've seen live. Um, it's not Justin Fields. Justin Fields is up there. But Trevor Lawrence is my guy. Um, I've seen him since he was a freshman. He, he, he's got a, a crazy arm. and He's more mobile than people think. He can make all the throws. I think he is you know, Peyton Manning 2.0. Um, he's going to be a star at Clemson. I think he's a guy who, you know, has first round pick written all over him in the NFL. Uh, so we'll see if he just keeps doing his thing and keeps progressing. Like I know he can, Trevor's going to be, um, in the NFL for a long, long time. And, um, he's been fun to watch and progress the past few years. We build a statue of Kirby. If we win it all, if Georgia wins a national championship, Kirby will have two statues. Uh, in Athens, uh, there's no, there's no doubt about that. Um, would rather have Fields than Trevor? Hey, hey, hey absolutely. I think uh, Fields, yeah, the dy he's so dynamic, and 
I mean, he runs like a linebacker out there. I've seen him jump over guys. I was at the uh, Harrison and Rome game where he absolutely took over. They lost the game, but he was leaping dudes left and right, running past them, running over them. And, you know, the arm is there. He's got a cannon for an arm. He's not I, – I, I think Trevor has a stronger arm and a slightly more accurate arm, but he's not as dynamic and he's not as mobile as Justin Fields. Do you think Fields would start over Fromm? If they were the same age and came in together, Fields, I think, would get a shot before Fromm does. Um, if they keep running you know, those RPOs and spread it out a little bit, a healthy Justin Fields and a healthy Zamir White with the offensive line they're bringing in should be pretty unstoppable. Um, I don't see how you could. Either you hand it off to Zamir White and he does his thing or Justin Fields keeps it and jukes out a linebacker. I mean, there's so much that can happen with those two. Um, and Georgia has never seen a quarterback like Justin Fields. DJ Shockey was great. He could run, brought them an SEC championship. Aaron Murray was mobile to some extent, but they, um, there's no, there's never been a quarterback coming to Georgia like Justin Fields. Um, uh, best college QBs in recent history have been mobile. Um, yeah, yeah I'm not going to argue that. I do think he has, uh, that Deshaun Watson it factor that he can bring to Athens too. Uh, what are you thinking about my man Holyfield this year overlooked? You know, I, I think Elijah Holyfield should be getting carries before Brian Harrion. Harrion's been fine. Uh, he, he's been fine. Um, he, he does his thing. Uh, but I, I like Holyfield a little more. I think he's a little more expo- explosive. He's a little tougher. And um, he's going to get a lot of carries this year, especially if Zamir White isn't 100%. Maybe the coaching staff wants to hold him back a little bit. Elijah Holyfield could have a big year. Um. What's the dog's greatest position group need overall? In 2019, it's that defensive line and safety. Um, absolutely. You've got to bring in multiple defensive linemen who uh, can, can, you can plug in there, the tough guys who can, you know, close those gaps and, um, and stop the run. You've got to stop the run first. And then if you can find interior defensive linemen who can rush the passer, That'll be fine too. Um, that, that's exactly what you need. And they need more safeties in my eyes and uh, obviously wide receiver, um, you know, with Kiaris Jackson and maybe one more. Do you think Fromm is three and done or staying for all four years? I mean, he's been very accurate. I don't know if he has the arm strength to make it in the NFL. You know, he, he's got the mind. You know, he, he's a very high football IQ. He knows what to do. He doesn't turn the ball over and he, he's accurate and he's going to put Georgia in the best play possible. Um, so he's very smart, uh, smarter than the last true freshman that you know, I can remember in college football. And he was a big reason Georgia made it as far as they did. So we'll see if the arm gets a little stronger and he keeps producing and they keep winning. Yeah, he could probably leave after three years. Do you think the two committed defensive tackles get passed over? Uh, they shouldn't. I, I'm, I'm not a staff member, uh, but they shouldn't. They need two defensive linemen with these remaining five spots. Um, whether it's it should be Davis because potential sky high for him. If they can coach him up, he can be a really good player. So I think Jordan Davis is safe. And it's either between Rick Sandage and Tramel Walthour. But they need two. There's five spots left. Two of them need to be defensive linemen. And, you know, that's where you need to stack up. I mean, it, obviously you guys watched this past year. There was a lot of defensive linemen that were rotated in and out, and that's not going to change. I mean, um, you know, Kirby wants fresh guys out there. He doesn't want anyone tired on the defensive line. And with Trent Thompson leaving, uh, you know, Tyler Clark is going to be that starter at defensive tackle, and you know he's going to need someone behind him to come in, maybe on a third down or late in the drive, just getting fresh legs in there. So you, I mean, just like offensive line, you can't have enough of them. If someone's not performing, 
you throw someone else in there because you cannot get beat in the trenches and win ball games. So, um, you know, they're not elite guys by any chance, but there's not a lot of elite defensive linemen to choose from either. Otis Reese or Quay Walker, if you could have only one. I'm taking Otis Reese. Um, I'm a little biased here. I, I was on Otis Reese before a lot of these other recruiting analysts. I've been writing about him for a long time. And when I first saw him out of camp, he stood out immediately. I knew he was going to be a player. He had zero offers at the time, but I wrote about him the next day. And I've just always been a fan of his style of play, his his toughness and his versatility. Um, yeah, he'll start out at safety, but he can blitz. He can really help in the run game. Quay Walker is a more polished player, especially at linebacker. Uh, but Otis Reese is a guy you can play at a lot of different spots. Um, which one do you think is more likely to flip? I think Otis Reese is. I, I think Quay Walker is going to flip to someone. I don't see Quay Walker at Alabama, but I do think George has a better chance of landing Otis Reese at this time. Um, again, there's a, a week to go, and if you follow recruiting, you know things change really, really quick. Um, they're going to have more coaches come in and visit with them. So, so you really never know, but right now I do think they have a better chance of flipping Otis Reese uh, than Quay Walker. I'll be at Electric Cowboy this weekend. Yeah, you won't see me there. Have fun. Um, <laughs> good luck with that. Why would any recruit choose Ole Miss over Georgia? Um, they wouldn't right now. Uh, they wouldn't. Um, I think you're uh, talking about Tommy Bush there. I think that's a Georgia Ole Miss Baylor type of battle. Um, but if Georgia has a spot for him, I don't see any recruit in the country picking Ole Miss or Baylor over Georgia. That just not not make any sense. Um, and I mean, that's, I think everyone, uh, uh, will agree there. Uh, I had a question about Shane Beamer leaving. Yeah, he got a promotion and he got a pay raise. And Kirby Smart said, we're not gonna pay you that, um, but have fun, you know, enjoy, you know, Oklahoma. And that's what he did. Um, you know, the Kirby matched, uh, Texas A&M's offer to Coley and Pittman, because those guys are needed. Um, but he did not match the offer for Beamer when Oklahoma came calling and, you know, I spoke to Ryland Goatee, the top tight end target for 2019 the other day, and he told me Kirby sat him down and talked with him and said, hey, we're going to bring in someone as the tight end coach who's, you know, legit. I mean, don't worry about who the coach is going to be. You know, he's going to be a good one, and um, we'll, we'll figure it out. I don't think Kirby is worried about Shane Beamer leaving. He's going to bring in someone who can recruit and help with special teams and, you know, help with the tight ends. And I don't think the fan base should really be concerned about it that much either. Uh, now, if James Coley left, that would have been big. If Sam Pittman left, that would obviously be big. Uh, but Shane Beamer, not really so much. Who is the coach replacing him? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not really sure. Um, Dan Lanning is from Michigan at outside linebacker. He replaced Kevin Scherer, who went to Tennessee. Uh, but I don't know uh, who will be replacing uh, Coach Beamer. Uh, I'll probably have to ask Dean. and um, so, so we'll see. Bring in Shane Zeddy. He's a little old, but, uh, yeah, he would be a good one. Um, that's the last uh, question I'm going to take. If you have any other questions, um, first off, you can sign up to Dog Post, and uh, we'll answer all the questions you want whenever you want. Um, feel free to email me if I miss your question. Um, MattDeBerry24 at gmail.com or hit me up uh, through Twitter. It's pretty simple, at MattDeBerry. Kept it short and sweet. Um, so, again, thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, hope I got to most people's questions there. And uh, I will be back on probably Monday or Tuesday for more signing day updates. And then, obviously, on Wednesday, I will keep you updated for signing day. So, um, thanks for watching. Appreciate it, guys.